you know, I was just thinking I really want to get the tiles done. I wanted to get the tiles done yesterday. But whatever the heck I did to my wrist, holy crap. Just hurts. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. I just you don't realize the things that it kind of impedes. And uh go go use the bathroom when your wrist really hurts. Man, I feel for some people. So but it is what it is. Anyway. But uh it rained a little bit yesterday. So I know that slowed things down a little bit for you, but you're genuinely excited, I can tell. Yeah, because so. I want to get, no matter what, I, I'm i going to get out there and, oh, no, I'm not. <laughs> I was going to say get out there and plant some things, but I don't have any soil. Oh, yeah, well, until, and it wasn't the batteries, it wasn't the fob batteries, which I didn't think it was. It just didn't make sense that one fob, if it was one fob, I'd probably see it, but not on two. But uh, let's hope that having the battery disconnected for five hours and then we'll, we'll see. Because, uh, I mean, you need hay, straw. And yeah, the back is a soil that I can get in seven, but yeah, but there's just so much more. Yeah, no, when no, it's still irritating when I you have a pickup. <laughs> and even then, we complain about not having a trailer because yeah, there's. I mean, if if I'm gonna do, because the the ultimate goal for some of the things that I have is to add more trellising because a lot mm-hmm. of the things that like especially if I'm gonna do, if I'm gonna focus on, uh, both getting pickling cucumbers and regular cucumbers out there that's two of my trellises already gone because you know both of those you can't share a trellis and i've been thinking about that and i don't know on the pickling cucumber side of things just because you don't like pickles yeah but everybody else in the house does yeah but you know what they do is they buy pickles they leave them open they go about two-thirds of the way through them and then they ask if we have pickles you know what i mean it's just kind of but yeah. I mean, you could still give them away, sell them, have you know fun with True. changing you True. know recipes and all of that. It just we have nobody's experimented with making pickles yet. Yeah, you, who knows? You may make the most amazing pickles ever in the whole wide world, and they'll go flying off of our shelves. And then I won't have enough. Won't have enough for this year. That's true. So I actually have an idea of doing um, some Asian style pickles. So, so like, yeah, because so you like I'm the cucumber salad, some. right? That that cinnamono, the cucumber salad, or no? No, I like oh. seaweed salad. Okay, well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still willing to try it. Yeah. I just I know that when it comes to pickles, because I don't really like cucumbers. That's the problem. Yeah. So it, it's but they're so good for you. I know, yes. and I'm I like when like water has cucumber flavoring in it. Mm-hmm. Like, but I don't know. I just don't like cucumbers themselves. They're just. I don't know. It's well, you liked it, it when I juiced them, so maybe we need to think more to the juicing side of things. Yeah. So that, but that's for what the regular freeze dried juicing. It would just be a powder, right? I I didn't we already do this? Yeah, but somebody left it out, or they opened it and le- just left it out until like the moisture got to it. <laughs> but we yeah. already did it. So. <laughs> but I mean, like actual juicing and good. Well, we'll just we'll figure it out. I want to do something. But anyway, the point is that I'm going to grow a bunch of stuff anyways, because mm-hmm. at that point, by the time that those things get planted, the peas are done. So the trellis, the trellises are open. The thing yeah. that is irritating is deciding when I'm going to pull what the spring crops are. And the annoying thing is deciding when I'm going to pull the spring crops and plant the fall crops. So like pulling out the pickles yeah. and 
cu- and the cucumbers and all that all those plants to get uh the pumpkin plants in because like that's what's irritating and we'll talk more about your gardening because i i know you're excited about it so we're gonna be into that but in the meantime welcome to the stupid podcast on everything where i'm joey and i'm kiki and we talk about everything and nothing all at the same time and some of it ends in injury (laughs) so with that what is our national day today um it is national drinking straw day okay what separate well i guess like not straw like hay straw yeah okay so on January 3rd, National Drinking Straw Day commemorates the date in 1888 that Marvin C. Stone received the patent for the paper drinking straw. Since then, a variety of drinking straws are used. It is believed the Sumerians used the very first drinking straws for beer. Archaeologists speculate they used the straws to avoid the solid byproducts of fermentation totally that would have sunk to the bottom. Yeah. The oldest drinking straw known to be in existence was found in a Sumerian tomb dated 3000 BCE, and this straw, uh, the found straw was a gold tube inlaid with a precious blue stone. Oh, wow. The Argentines used a similar metallic device called a bombilla. Used for hundreds of years, it acted as both a straw and a sieve. Today, manufacturers make a variety of reusable straws from stainless steel and from stainless steel and glass to bamboo and silicone, they not only save money and the environment, but they are also fun to use. They come in a variety of creative shapes and colors. So enjoy your favorite beverage using a drink- drinking straw. You can use a variety of straws too. While the most common kind may be plastic, more and more they come in paper, bamboo, stainless steel, and glass. Many makers of plastic straws make reusable, collapsible straws too. These also make great gifts to help you celebrate the day. I have a really pretty glass cup that I had gotten online like Mm. two years ago now um and i it's a it's a uh a little teacup not like uh with a plate or something like it's just a little a little teacup sized cup i guess yeah and it's got strawberries on it and so and then it comes with a glass straw as well and i had the i had the ability to get a uh actual teapot that could go with it but i didn't want to because i don't trust myself to make tea in something that's as frail and glass like as this is because like a lot of i just it wasn't one of those websites that i would trust to give me a good glass teapot i got you i feel like i would i would absolutely destroy that the first time i made tea in it and i still don't even use the cup but i use the straw because i got a mason jar um themed uh, glass cup for my birthday last year mm-hmm. or yeah it was last year it was last yeah. year okay yeah, was last i was thinking year. maybe yeah. it was two years ago but no. i got it and it's got my name on it and like and a k on it engraved on in the glass and so i use that straw for that just because i it's the right size and it yeah. looks really cute and so whenever i have iced tea or cold brew i put it in that cup so thank you nikki <laughs> <laughs> And I just use whatever straw y'all give me. And I don't do the whole oh, plastic thing because, you know, the plastic like like the the irony that the plastic lids that Starbucks came out with to combat the plastic straws use more plastic than yeah. it takes to make the straws. It, it's, you know, irresponsible people are irresponsible people. It doesn't matter what you give them, you know. It's just that's just where it is. And how do I know this? Because I found the biggest irony was you want to know what my most profitable printing job ever was? Hmm. I had Earth Day 
for Northern California. And they had me print up, not kidding, 300,000 posters. And the oh girl, God. oh no, I'm, I'm going to get better. The girl who was organizing it, who was over, overseeing it, we did a print proof, right? So she came mm-hmm. in, we gave a plate, gave a print proof. She didn't like the paper. And she goes, what's wrong with this paper? I said, well, this is the recycled paper. Well, then don't give me the recycled paper. Oh, my. <laughs> so for Earth Day, we printed up these posters. We printed up these bags. We printed up banners. We printed up all of it. None of it was on recycled anything. And three days after Earth Day was over, like in the Capitol, it was still a mess. And there were posters everywhere littering up the place. So, wow. you know, it doesn't matter what, you know, the cause is. And, you know, when California legislated no more single-use plastic bags and no more single-use plastic straws. I just... That's just ridiculous because and they didn't like, even get rid of them. They just made you start paying for them. Oh, no, well, it, it's even funnier because what do they now give you the, pl- the paper straws in? Plastic. They give it to you. Yeah, so instead of them just handing you a, a plastic straw, which came in a box, now... Every single straw is, co- it has, is in a, its own individual plastic bag because they can't have them out in the open because of moisture. Yeah, go figure. Moisture isn't good for a paper straw. Yeah. You know, it's like, wow. No, it's dumb. The, the idea that getting rid of things little by little to make a difference, it, mm-hmm. it, and at the end of the day, you know, it takes, nobody wants to do the math for any of the things no. about the, the difference in cost for any of that stuff, because it's just some of those things, like, he's like, oh, yeah, I want to switch over to something that's more, you know, environmentally friendly. It's Organic, like, okay, but did you... Sustainable. Yeah, um, but, like, did you, you have to do all of the research for all of that, because right. you have to take into account every little thing on whether or not it actually makes it more environmentally friendly, or if it doesn't, because sometimes the things that they're like the way that they have to make the other things cost more energy mm-hmm. or whatever it is. It's just, there's so many other little steps that go into it that people don't take into account half the time. And it yep. bugs me. Cause every time I'm like, really, you're going to tell me that complete switching over like mass switching over is like the thing that makes me like laugh because I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah. everybody wants to stop something and stop production of something like so suddenly and just swap things over. I'm like, you realize that's so much worse <laughs> and, and than how, if you like how slowly much, integrate. <laughs> how much of it is just ego, right? Oh yeah. Like, okay. So everybody buys a Tesla, right? Does anybody know where to buy a used Tesla? No. Uh, I've we, never seen. We bought a Nissan Leaf, right? We've mm-hmm. owned two of them. No, we just owned one. I'm sorry. We bought a Nissan Leaf, but we got ours used. And it's like, you know, buying a used truck, my Titan is more environmentally friendly than anybody listening's Tesla because I bought it used. There's no additional resources needed to make it. I utilize a renewable uh, resource for fuel because it's not finite. We have literally something like 460 years worth of, of machinery that's already set up to produce it. We see the Tesla plant in you know southern Texas mm-hmm. and that d- literally... Acres and acres of land ripped and stripped up. There's nothing additional that was needed for mine. And where did all that power and energy come from to build that plant? 
right? Yes, the the same thing. It's just it's the same thing that people look at like the long term of it. It's mm-hmm. like, oh well, you know, the, after so and so years, they'll be back at zero, and then from that point forward, they'll be you know using less energy, less fossil fuels. Yes, blah 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 blah. blah then all of these other things, and it's like those are great numbers again. But the, with the just dropping everything and starting something right then and there, like if you want something to be environmentally friendly, slowly take away the use of other things and mm-hmm. add in the use of other things that are more environmentally and do friendly. It in a fiscally and environmentally sound way. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like wh- the best plants that I've ever seen were retrofitted. You know, um, when I worked at Vallejo Sanitation and Flood Control, we. You know, we had reclamation that was being used. Now, originally, you know, they were taking human waste and just burning it, right? Mm -hmm. Well, then they realized that they could actually do a little bit better and utilize the money from it um, in in other endeavors, you know, agricultural waste and things like that, and then turning that into fertilizer, selling off that fertilizer, utilizing that money, to retrofit and change everything over and do it in such a way that you didn't just have an eyesore of an abandoned building filled with things that were rotting and leaching into the planet. So things were just, they're, they're done smart. It's, it's be mental when you're, when you're environmental and don't be mental about being environmental. So. Oh yeah. The, the number one thing that I always point out every time somebody wants to talk about things being environmentally friendly and the, how we're running out of fresh water all, all the time, mm-hmm. get, like just for forever is why, why are we not utilizing the oceans that we have completely surrounding us all over the place? Because desalinating the water, it, it's, it's really expensive. Okay. But then we don't have to worry about losing fresh water and using up all the fresh water and killing right. off all of the wildlife that depends on that fresh water as well and why are we okay with putting wind farms that that leak oil out into the oceans yeah but we're not okay with (laughs) actually providing yeah so it's it's there's so much that we get into that but that's not what you want to talk about this morning you want to talk about your garden and your gardening and your plants because you've been so excited about everything so what do you have that you're going to be working on like well specifically what's what are what are you looking at on your crop side and I did want to ask if you were going to, if you'd seen the th- what they call, I guess, the three sisters method on gardening, because we were talking about not gardening corn. Yeah, I, I, I've I, seen the three sisters method. The three sisters method is great if you have the right land for it. That's the only thing is that because growing things in the ground hasn't worked out. Mm-hmm. I mean, the potatoes didn't do well. The corn didn't do well. Like everything we keep trying to do without the raised beds isn't working out right. Yeah, I I know part of it is because of what you know. We're we want to just so eagerly get into things, but at the end of the day, I know the hard truth of that. If we want to grow things in the ground, we need a permanent place because we have to kill everything that's there. Right. Because that's the problem is that the weeds growing there and all of the other plants that are already there they're making that soil tough every you know we can till it up and make it look great but then you know it rains once and then it goes all back to being super compact mm-hmm. and all the things that are there are used to that and they will push through and their you know roots are four or five feet down into the soil so the problem is what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to tarp up an area put down you know cinder blocks on the outside of that tarp and just leave it there for a year yeah. and throughout all four seasons throughout one year so that it has a growing cycle that things are trying to grow and can't grow and just getting you know just they're they're dying because they can't grow and then it, it kills off the roots because the plants are just dead and so that's how you properly get you know an area for your garden started when you want to do in bed or in ground things 
but we don't want to do that and so like we can do the potatoes the way that we were looking at the potatoes mm-hmm. being done but we have to utilize a larger space for it so that you know what where we're putting all of the hay it's not as much as it was great the idea of it being in the nice neat little single row it didn't work out because where the potatoes wanted to go they they couldn't go okay. and so there's a lot of things like that the, the three sisters method i've seen a lot but if we if we just dis- explain the three sisters method since we just well i don't remember it. what all it's yeah no okay. it's corn it's and it's, it's corn and it's zucchini or cucumbers because it's divining, yeah and then um ground cover one um so it's three plants basically or be, i'm sorry it's zucchini and it's beans it's what it is. It's yeah. corn, zucchini, and beans, or a squash and beans, or a cucumber and beans. Something that will take over the ground around it. You can even do pumpkins, um, but that's not the right time of year uh, for it to, to work. And what the theory is behind it is the corn gives the beans something to climb. The beans com- uh, create nitrogen-rich nitrogen soil environment that the corn and the squash like. And then the squash uh, produces enough ground cover that it fights weeds and this is supposedly this is what's funny um this is supposedly a native american thing it's what a lot of people are attributing it to but nobody can nail down a tribe or actually show anything historically you know about it so if it is that's awesome but what i found funny was like some of the things like there's not really a lot of native beans peas in the u.s a lot of our beans and peas actually come from overseas in different different places and it's like i love everything food including food you know um archaeologists that that look for these things because i always find those interesting if it is awesome if it's not still awesome i just i was curious if if it was something that you thought we'd be able to do but you know that's why i yield to you you realize how much you've learned in the last few years yeah no i've definitely done a lot of research and just I'm always down to read things about gardening and it's Mm -hmm. really weird you realize really quickly how many of these you know blogs that people are writing to you know it's the purpose it bugs me because the purpose of a blog is you're supposed to be writing about things that you experience and things that you do and you know everything like that and these blogs are now just money makers of regurgitating other blogs information because you find out really quickly that people are talking and almost word for word just the same advice on gardening it's starting to really irritate me this being my third year looking into stuff and seeing the same sentences i was reading two years ago and i'm not learning anything new so Mm -hmm. but anyways so and gardening is something that's always new and all you know there's always different things that you're looking at like I've been talking about whether I want to go with hydroponics or aquaponics this year, you know, and I know that excites you because, you know, that'll give you, we'll be working on like compost teas and things like that, that will help out. Um, And even getting a proper composting system in place. And as much as I want to do all that stuff, I've got to, I did the math on it. I got to come up with a couple thousand dollars just to be able to put a fence back there because I just don't trust them. I just like, I see the people behind us and, the street view and I'm like hmm yeah no but I want you know I want to try new things there's a couple of things that I've looked at and try that I want to try and I really do want to have you know a good agricultural compost tea as something because I know that that's actually even more nutrient dense and quickly beneficial for our plants but I also don't want to have a situation where 
you know, some some compost teas that I was reading about, they'll create great foliage, amazing amounts of leaves. Yeah, but if you for yeah, if you give plants too much of certain nutrients, like that's that was my problem with the ironite, mm-hmm. is that if I was putting too much of it in certain areas, or it just when I was turning the soil, ended up not turning it well enough that. Yeah, it'll grow millions and millions of leaves, but it'll never grow fruit. Yeah, and our tomatoes came out real small because of it. So, yeah, and I, 100%. I, I agree. So, I'm I'm genuinely excited about whatever you need and, and trying to produce as much of it naturally as we can because I would love... I mean, I seriously, I wouldn't care if we took over the whole backyard. I don't know, I'm looking at... You say that <laughs> until you're walking in a maze of things. No, I'm, I'm so down to add I'm more. I'm literally I just, all for walking around and going, oh, you're hungry? You're hungry? Are you hungry? Do you want something to eat? Go in the backyard and go pick something. Shut up. <laughs> hey, I, I would love to. And I know Lily would. I know Lily do it because I saw her last week just eating a tomato. <laughs> like knives weren't a thing. So, you know, so I, I know she would and that's that's fine by me. I'll go out there and just, you know, pop a cucumber and eat it. There's yeah, you know, no, it's, things. it would be it would be great. The problem that I have is that I, I don't want to go through the it's I enjoy the act of gardening. I don't enjoy the act of setting up the damn garden. It yeah. was pissing me off last year because I wanted to just get my hands in the soil and I couldn't because I literally had to put it in the bed still. Mm-hmm. So as much as I would love to do that, it's. It, it's up to you and how much you want to utilize the girls getting soil into beds, moving center blocks, buying things again and all of that because I'm I'm fine with adding more to the garden. Yeah. I have no issues with adding more to it and giving places, even in our main backyard area, because there's definitely a lot of stuff that, you know, I feel like I can't grow because I don't have the space for it. Mm-hmm. Like it's already, I already had decided that like when it comes to the zucchini, I'm going to put three zucchinis in a whole bed, like zucchini plants in a whole bed. And that's Mm. it because trying to get them to vine up, it was, it was nice. I needed different varieties. The ones that we like, they're better off as bushes, but those bushes get massive. And so I'm going to do three to a bed and have, you know, amazing zucchinis. Mm. And I'm super excited because now I know that that's what I need to do for it. But until we get to that point, you know, once I get there, that's it. That's for that bed. And that's for that bed until those things either get pulled by me to be changed or die when it comes, you know, closer. Cause like even the ones that I had that were left over, I had two that were left over from, um, summer this last year and mm. they didn't die until the freeze. So they, you know, that's great. They can keep producing zucchinis and we'll be super happy about zucchinis and they'll go all through the summer months. But you know, it's just so having whole beds just for zucchinis, That'd be great to add some just so that we can grow a bunch of zucchinis. But, you, you know, I, I well, I have an idea and you can tell me what you think about it, because it was something that I did in my house uh, that I was renting before I uh, came up north. And what I did was I used to I had a bandsaw and I used the bandsaw and I cut um, like four inch rings out of buckets, five gallon buckets. And I would put those in the ground and put the soil on top of that and I just let my zucchinis grow off of that they like just went rampant so I had circles in the backyard I didn't care they weren't pretty because it, it was a rental <laughs> but but I had amazing zucchini I just let them ground go and I would pick them a lot younger than like some people like some people let their zucchinis get like leg size and yeah I just that's find for show on. yeah they don't, they don't taste, taste good. good that's no. that's just for it being cool like that was the same I was the same thing one of the <laughs> one of the things that I want to do 
especially if we do start doing things like that in the ground. That's mm-hmm. the biggest issue is that I'm scared to start digging because of all the trees we have. But mm-hmm. I would love to dig three feet into the ground, put cinder blocks in the ground, and then on top of... Because like having the above ground beds is great, but what it does, I don't have the bottom like cut off from the the regular ground so i keep adding soil to the top and it'll keep going into the ground and creating a system where you know worms are coming up into my bed without Mm -hmm. me having to buy worms and put them in the bed and things like that so i'll find worms in my bed i'll find bugs in my bed same thing with grubs i have to go through and pick them all out and all of that but i would love to create an in-ground bed that you know is walled off from all of the other plants but still having you know fresh soil that i can put in there adding layers and layers and layers and then growing things in the ground without it being just straight up you know in the ground no no border we need a border that's my problem but we'd have to dig out soil and put in new soil and so that's that's the biggest thing is that no matter what unless we spent you know having a year of our backyard being absolutely horrendously ugly because we were killing off things with a bunch of tarps everywhere. Yeah. That's like the next best thing is digging out the soil so that all of the seeds and everything that's there are gone and adding new soil. Sure. And so I'm fine with that, but we one would have to rent <laughs> some tools because digging holes in that backyard, I mean, just the trench took days mm-hmm. <laughs> to dig and it wasn't even that deep. So we would never be able to get you know, three feet down in the ground. Yeah, I need to find out how much Andy's uh, tractor cost him because he's got he got the little claw arm on yeah. it. Yeah. Oh so. yeah. No, it would be very but nice to have some good tools. We just we need a and I've, I've seen something a from a couple because people move and clothes and things like that. So we'll take a look and see what it is. Even if it's like a just doing an STL, a sh- uh, sorry, a short term lease mm-hmm. um, on a couple of pieces of equipment that that we need because. Yeah, we still got to be able to knock the holes down in the back and everything else. Yeah, we need to get a dingo again. Mm-hmm. We need to get a dingo again. A dingo. Dingoes are awesome. So, yeah, we got a lot that we can actually do back there. So, I think uh, what would be smart, and our viewers I know would, would enjoy it too, and I'll, I'm going to make some memes out of things, but, um, you know, get some pictures up on our Facebook page of, like, the garden where it is now. Oh, yeah, and I'm definitely going to actually go into depth and talk about (laughs) the things for our afternoon episode because it is a lot, and I'm going to go through in detail for the people that want to listen to start a garden because Mm -hmm. that's my goal is to get some episodes out there where I'm just talking about what I'm doing, and if people want to follow along and have fun with it, do some things with me, give me advice on what, you know, I'm doing wrong because this is only my third year, Mm -hmm. Um, so... Yeah, no, definitely, definitely tune into this ap- afternoon's episode because I will definitely be talking about my January plans and just garden plans in general for this this upcoming year because, um, yes, yeah, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so, and no. I want to I want to be detailed about it. So and and even if and if we have to, you know, because like we don't do anything on the weekends or anything like that, and we we definitely want to be able to talk about everything. So if there ever comes a time that you know you want to do like a special Kiki's garden corner thing like that you know definitely along with the show i mean just like something that's like specifically dedicated to that maybe thinking about even our patreon section or somewhere along there along with what we're doing in it definitely something i I would love to even see myself and hear myself so because you don't always need me for the stuff like that (laughs) (laughs) so but with that 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 wraps up our morning so that was pretty good so and uh, i'm happy about that and see what, yeah, I'm excited to see what you get done today. I'm going to start looking at the the drawings. I, I think 
I keep leaning towards wanting to get that walkway done and learn the cement pours. And that way you can kind of decide how you want to expand things out a little bit. I think it's going to be important that at some point we we're able to get it done. And I looked over at Lowe's and uh, a sand is right now at like $22 a ton. And I'm thinking I'm going to need like six tons of it. So I'm like, that's not too bad to start the walkway as long as it's the underlayment for the walkway and we can have the girls tamping down and, you know, let's, let's start getting that. But you're, you're right on the staining of the fence. We definitely needs to be like one of the, we have so much to do. It's like, yeah, it's just, no, I'm excited to be working outside again yeah. and I want to get started on it. I mean, uh, yesterday it was raining. It's not supposed to be raining today. Um, a whole lot or anything, mm-hmm. but I'm excited, uh, to just, to get back out there and yeah, do I'll everything, be especially Texas before, yeah, especially before it gets hot because that's when things aren't fun and mm-hmm. everything to do with, you know, being outside and getting stuff started, doing projects, it all becomes harder when it's hot outside. The only thing that yeah. is easier is paint drying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so exactly. There's really no use. So yeah, getting stuff started as early as possible like we are, it's great. You, if you've got any projects you're doing, let us know because yeah, sure. we'd be happy, especially because we take inspiration from everything we see all the time. And mm-hmm. it's it's not a lot nicer when you have somebody not only telling you like, oh, hey, I did this thing. Here's a picture of it. And also being like, OK, so this is what I did. And get into contact with us. We have all of our socials. Yeah, Tell if you have any. Steps. Yeah. If you have any advice, like if you've done, you know, pavement on anything, if you have a garden, if you have any of that stuff, feel free to give any kind of advice even if especially mm-hmm. if we say something wrong because like i said it's only my third year gardening this is going to be the first time for a lot of the projects that we do mm-hmm. and we're very much trying not to be you know those diy youtubers that are like hey we've never done this before and we're going to show you and you should totally do it even though we're not going to tell you the things we messed up on no we will we will talk yeah. about everything we like, did wrong a year later why our, our new alternative front yard yeah we're not doing all of know, the weird killed stuff. the cat killed the neighborhood cats but you know, we are, but there are, those are things that we, we can talk about even this afternoon because that's going to be something that changes is I'm done with grass. I hate mowing. I hate grass. And, but, but I mean, we're still going to have a sections for it, but you know, I've, I've been looking into a few different options. So I would love if we could get our front yard looking how I envision it. Cause that's another, that's another project getting mm-hmm. a retaining wall in so that we can actually have a nice front yard because mm-hmm. that slope my lordy yeah <laughs> i'm sick of it well i'm ready to tackle that if i stop injuring myself so yeah it's you just gotta slow down yeah. uh, you get too ambitious and then instead of taking you know two days to get something done you're like i have to do it now and then yeah. you hurt yourself <laughs> yeah you know and uh, our house is weird we'll leave it on this note our house is weird we moved a switch and now whenever we turn on the kitchen light it turns on off the living room outlets yeah. so it's like oh <laughs> awesome that's just wonderful so i'm gonna electrocute myself figuring that out because we turned off the main still had electricity running through our stuff so anyway that said thank you so much for joining us this morning on the stupid podcast on everything where i've been joey and i'm kiki and we hope you have a great day and join us for this afternoon and, and uh we'll see you then until then peace out with your peace out bye, bye.